Welcome to In The Know. We are the ICT faculty within McLaren High School. We are based in Calendar and we are going to be bringing you podcasts based on things that we feel like you should be known about before you leave school. Thank you for tuning in today and hopefully you enjoy this episode. So today we have got Jenny Lynch with us today and she's going to be talking a bit about her job, her past experiences and how she got into that industry. So Jenny, if you just want to introduce yourself. Um, Hi guys, so I am Jenny. Um, I guess I'll give you a bit of background about where I'm from and stuff. So I'm 27 at the moment. Um, I'm from Sterling area, so I went to Lawrenceville Academy. Um, at the moment, I've actually just joined um, Sky, so anyone who watches a lot of TV, particularly football, will know Sky doing as well. Um, so they're obviously Europe's biggest leading media and entertainment company. But my background uh, over the last sort of five years since I graduated from university is predominantly in the beauty and fashion industry. So I've worked with sort of three key companies since I graduated, um, including Coach, who are an American um, designer, um, and then I moved on to L'Oreal, who are the world's leading cosmetics beauty company, and then most recently Farfetch. So anyone who likes their designer brands might know Farfetch, but they are a luxury retail online brand. So um, I've had different, different roles across those three main companies in the last few years since graduating. So our first question is just going to be a little bit about your background education and how you got into the jobs that you got into. Yeah, so um, as I said, I went to Lawrenceville Academy. Um, I don't, I don't know if I fully remember what I studied at standard grade, um, but I definitely was someone who quite liked a mix of subjects. I definitely studied across different sciences and. Um, history, PE, I always really liked sport, and then moving into higher, um, so in my fifth year I did um, biology, chemistry, no I did chemistry in fifth year, biology, history, maths, English and computing, and then actually business wasn't something that I chose to study until my sixth year, so I did a craft higher business, um, advanced higher biology and a chemistry higher in my, in my last year of school. Um, mostly because I knew that I, I had a conditional to get into Edinburgh University after my fifth year um, and I needed to get a B in my, in my chemistry um, so studied, and I'd actually applied to business having never studied it so for me it was um, a great subject to sort of pick up in my last year of school to give me that sort of insight um, before I got to the point where I was choosing my, my university degrees um, based on whether I got in or not. Um, so yeah, and then moving on to, to university, so I did get into Edinburgh um, and I studied, I started off my degree uh, with it being business studies. Uh, really quickly into my degree I realised that I wanted to do a year abroad. Um, a lot of people are speaking about their Erasmus exchange and spending time in their third year in a different country where you study. Um, and to do that you have to study international business. So um, I spoke to my advisor, advisory office um, and asked to change my degree. So in my first year of uni, I moved that degree from business studies to international business. The difference is that you could, apart from that compulsory year abroad, you still have the same options in terms of what you what courses you can choose to study across marketing, accounting, global globalisation, economics, etc. So you still have that same choice. Oh, economics gives me like the absolute fear when that's mentioned <laughs> now. 
that all the time as well to the kids I'm always like you're learning about how a business works and then you're going to go into working a business no matter where it is that you're working or what industry yeah, like it always pays star- to know if it's Starbucks or if it's the NHS or whatever like all of these businesses all of these people like places or companies they all work in a similar way to an extent so, mm-hmm. yeah. so we spoke briefly before I started recording this and I'd asked if you'd done any internships and, and if you had or hadn't um, and you told me that you worked when you were at uni what do you think maybe the benefits were of working while you were at uni like skill set wise yeah I think one main thing is it makes you delegate and prioritise your time really well um, if anyone does any sort of extra extra curriculum while they are at school you'll know this but when you've got coursework at university or at school and you're you know balancing that with a job or with a sport or with something that isn't your degree and um, it does make you prioritise that time and be slightly more dedicated and focused when you do have time to study and put, put in the work that way um, so yeah and then again you get an insight into so I worked for instance I worked in retail so I worked at TK Maxx for a couple of summers um, and then you're understanding how that business works and how retail works in, to a degree obviously you're on the shop, I was on the shop floor but you know, you have different trainings and manager meetings and all the rest of it. So even from that point of view, I would say that regardless of what you do, whether it's an internship or gen- more general work experience and working behind the bar or as a waitress, I would say that nothing's irrelevant. It's all experience. And a lot of it will be around what I found was relationship building, like just being able to talk to people and have conversations with people from... Um, all different backgrounds regardless of who you're meeting is one of the key things that I find skills wise is probably the most valuable thing I've learned and you don't and you don't necessarily get that from just studying without doing other things on the side and yeah communication is one of the key uh, developing young workforce skills that we really try and emphasize 
um, like knowing your target audience, knowing who it is that you're speaking to and how you would maybe pitch things differently to, to different people. So perfect. Yeah. So you touched on briefly the different jobs that you've had and obviously having worked with L'Oreal down in London and worked for like a, a global retailer online. What would a day or a week in your life working for those companies look like? Um, very varied. So, um, in particular, working at Farfetch, my role was uh, so I was working people development, uh, which is essentially the corporate training that we provide to anyone internally in those companies. So it can cover anything from when you join a company and how you are onboarded within that company through to um, particular job training. So if you're in finance and um, accountancy stuff. Um, if you're in marketing, how to market market product properly for that company, um, all the way to things like well-being and health. So um, how to you know personally and professionally grow within a company. So people development is super super broad. Um, I didn't really know what it was. I kind of fell into it. If I'm completely honest, um, I was much more focused on the sort of companies that I wanted to work for, which is why I probably ended up in London. I had quite a focus that I wanted to work in beauty or fashion. Um, and unfortunately, jobs like that aren't readily available. Sort of, those companies aren't based in Scotland, really. There's not really head offices for, for those bigger companies um, across Glasgow or Edinburgh. Um, so, yeah, I sort of moved more based on industry rather than for the job itself, which I... We say if you've got a key goal like that, whether it is a particular job or a particular company or a particular industry, find out where you need to be or what you need to do to get into that. Um, I kind of I went on a tangent here. I forgot what your question was. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Oh, what a day in the life would look like. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I went on a tangent about being in people's buildings. Um, so, yeah, very, very vague. Working at Farfetch, I was in a global role. So I had part... Um, we had offices based in Japan, Brazil, our head office in Portugal, um, Spain, um, across other places across Europe um, and America, New York, LA. Um, so weirdly coming into coronavirus and, and going really digital isn't hugely different for me because I actually spent a lot of my time in calls with places around the world anyway. So moving to the sort of digital, all your meetings are online, um, wasn't a huge shift for me. So that was quite nice. Um, but every day is really different. It could be uh, one day spending, you know, turning off my emails and my calls and getting building a presentation for something or building a training for someone. It could be working with external trainers who were bringing in to deliver stuff to our corporate staff and. Also then having those calls um, across the world and finding out what other parts of the business are struggling and where we need to be developing our people better and then really figuring out what the need is and how we go about sort of fixing that um, from a global standpoint. So again, yeah. like a big emphasis on communication there and being able to communicate with people. Yeah, and being able to build relationships with people who you never meet is really key. I think especially in this sort of world where actually the you know, I've interviewed at Sky online. I've then joined the company online. I haven't physically stepped inside the Sky office or met anyone face-to-face. That's really weird, I think. 
but then again being able to sort of build relationships and stuff virtually is actually what's going to be super important moving forward because we can't see things going back to fully be normal and people totally going back to being in the office so um yeah what about l'oreal what was that like working within like sort of the the beauty industry because you were fashion industry first and then moving into beauty was that similar or did that feel ever so slightly different yeah i mean it's different in the sense that so farfetch is quite a new company they've been around for about 12 years l'oreal are humongous and have i don't know i didn't know this until i joined l'oreal or started interviewing have to start to my research but they own 30 different brands so garnier maybelline ysl armani lancome urban decay all of those brands plus i don't know 20 others all sit under l'oreal and um, it's not just your sort of l'oreal expert adverts that you see uh, the sort of we work at stuff it's loads of other brands so and the main difference was also that instead of working in a global role where i was partnering with different countries i worked locally so my remit for l'oreal was very much focused on the uk and ireland so it was definitely i love how you call the uk and ireland locally <laughs> yeah <laughs> But it wasn't just, um, it wasn't, I wasn't having to partner and find out what Paris were doing and what the States were doing. It was, we had much more freedom, I guess, to, um, but know our population really, really well and, you know, design things that worked really well for our local population rather than when you're in a global role, you're trying to do a sort of one size fits all and make things really consistent and um, globally for, for all your employees, whereas you've got more flexibility to sort of tailor that if when you work in a one particular region is what I say but again my role was really varied I was slightly more junior in that role so I'm and you know, there's always an aspect of administration that comes with any job and um, I managed you know our local budget I helped and um, I actually facilitated our onboarding training so anyone that joined L'Oreal would spend two days with me where I would welcome them and let them know all about the company and what to expect over their days, weeks, months, years at L'Oreal. So, yeah, it was also very, very different. But I guess that's what you... Although aspects of that role, or all my roles, you really like and you don't like, I think it's about learning what you don't like just as much as what you do like to do. Um, And learning to say no a little bit is what I find really the key. Mm -hmm. Or at least being really open when you're interviewing at places. I've obviously moved around a lot in six years I've had worked at I'm now on my fourth company. Um, <clears throat> I think being really open about what you enjoy doing and if that company can't provide that, I think it's okay to not go for it just for the sake of Yeah, you've got to love the job that you're in. Um, yeah, exactly. and then it feels like you're not actually working. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I think that's all our questions. So I just want to thank you for coming on. And if any of our pupils have any questions, um, I will send them over in a wee email to you and hopefully get back to them. Yeah, of course. Feel free to reach out if you've got anything you want to find out. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you.